Hey everyone, I'm Wa. And I'm Chris, and welcome to Docu Sweeties. We're two longtime friends who discuss the riveting and sometimes rather trashy world of reality TV and docu series. But through our own lens, loves, which can be, uh, you know, full of plums and bitters and rum punch, whatever things. And Christmas goose. Well, at the end of the day, ugly, morally sweet. Everyone hates me. This is the, like, glee the accents to wah. I, uh, listen, I'm so sorry. Uh, but we're so happy to have you here. Hi. Hey. Hello, governor. If you're on Patreon right now, then you know that I'm wearing, like, what looks like a ridiculous hat. And it very much informed the, like, poor choice of accents that, like, I made you listen to in the first part of this uh, intro. But I will tell you, this is my new shower cap, and I love it. She looks like a scullery maid. If any of you watched Downton Abbey, Age. Mm-hmm. Uh, the first season, she looks like the, I can't remember her name, but the girl who was cleaning out fire pits before she got taken on to the kitchen. Did you ever, speaking of Downton Abbey, Chris, and we talked no. about last episode. No. <sighs> Never? No. Oh. Now this, no. you need, okay. No, I'm just kidding. Go on. You need to. You're going to love it. You're going to love it. I can't, everybody, every, all of those other shows we talked about yesterday, I can't guarantee you're going to love it. But Downton motherfucking Abbey, you would love that shit. Okay. Um. <laughs> I know it. I know it. I also love Gilded Age. So, I mean, pretty much we're, we're here to talk about. what we're talking about? No. Oh. 90 Day Fiance, Record the 90 Days, Season 6, The Tell All, Part 1. I'm Sean Robinson. Um, her wig was great. This it was It was a good wig. She always looks flawless and she always looks so strong. I just, her cadence, it just is, it, I don't know. I just, the cadence for the show is so funny because it very much always feels like she has never, has not watched it ever, just shows up and gets in her like earpiece fed things. But she's just like, okay, uh, let me see this. Uh, Gino and Jasmine, Jasmine, are, are you sick of? What, crying all the time? Is that what it says, crying? She's always crying? Crying? Like, she has this moment where she just feels like, the ways that she asks things, you can tell in the subtlety, like, that there's a care, that she doesn't, it's not with the right intention of someone who, like, knows what she's talking about in a very, like, fan-orientated way, which has always come off as being thusly somewhat professional, because there is really a, a carelessness of very much, like, I don't care about you, this is what my job is, and I always ask questions, and my, you know, and, like, that kind of thing, which, you know, I think is in that in that coldness and that curtness incredibly professional but this is 90 day fiance a tell-all it's bananas you know it's just it as this gets more and more on this is it's such a weird choice <laughs> it really is it, it it seemed like a good choice before 90 day fiance was the phenomenon that it was like it was but i'm gonna tell you our dear friend michelle collins I know did i mean because michelle it, it felt like michelle actually watched the show Whereas, if, yeah, you're right. It feels like Sean doesn't and that she's not, unable to call people on their BS. Like she doesn't have any like reactions. We need, we need like reactions. She, she doesn't give it to us. You and know what you like? Oh, God. And it's because of the professionalism. But let me tell you, Chris, mm-hmm. Jasmine was coming for her fucking job. Jasmine said, I'm going to ask the questions. Did you not feel that? Did you not feel that Jasmine gave herself so much screen time because she was always asking follow-up questions? You know, 
I can see your point now, but no, I just, I, I got really statted. I got, I got a Statler. I got a Statler happy tell all for me. So uh, that's what this really took, taking my attention, but yeah, you know, um, I, 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 I agree. I agree. But yeah, but here we are and she still is, you know, very good at her job, but you know, in the sense of she, she really can carry it. She can get a show done, you know, and it is a shit show. So I don't, you know, I can't imagine what it's like. And she somehow Renangle is, is pulls it all together. Maybe, maybe her superpower is her professionalism and just that she can get this shit done. I mean, maybe it's just so crazy that like you need her like voice of reason you know, and by voice of reason, someone who doesn't even watch the show is reasonable enough to <laughs> watch it. But, um, okay. So obviously this is like, you know, we're going to watch it as it comes. Everyone's going to kind of like saunter in. And one big new thing is that this tell all is taped in front of a live studio audience who makes no noise. The audience is silent and they laugh, giggle one time. They showed what feels like two people over and over again, a beautiful, um, like either like black or uh, like, you know, like Latina uh, person, I would assume maybe with like her hair pulled back and maybe one other white lady the entire time in their close up shots. And the reason why I bring this up is because it makes me feel like the studio audience had two people in it. And the studio audience doesn't watch 90 Day Fiance either no one who <laughs> watches this show so our first scene we've got is misha walking in and she's like in her professional manner too she's like we're walking into the, a den of wolves and i feel like that's a biblical reference i'm not sure but you know most things are in my in my vernacular then we've got statler who's like i'm okay yes i know where the toilets are and i just will never be comfortable talking about my you know irritable bowel syndrome like i mean i get it's a part of people's lives but Maybe you just have to get over it, but I don't think I would. So Statler is there and she says that Misha looks like a movie star. And I like that for Misha. Uh, and then she says, oh, yeah. but she's Catholic. And so she'll probably hate me. And I, that's when I was like, girl, don't nobody got time to hate you. She is a, she, listen, Misha was of the world in and of the world before she became Catholic 10 years ago. So it's not all of a sudden she's going to turn homophobic like that that uh, that doesn't work like that people just don't assume negative behavior because they become a religion i know it i know it. there's so many funny things that happen like throughout this tell like for instance obviously statler you know is at odds with nicola like bobs mcgobs and nicholas he's gonna go on to say all the things that we know that he believes which is like real cisgender like traditional man and woman man and woman you know kind of situations right like obviously but one thing is again in the zeitgeist of the pop culture instagram world statler came onto amanda's instagram and was like amanda you're low-key a hero for like what you've done in this tell-all Amanda, after Nicola says all the crazy shit, she's like, um, you know what? Here's the thing. I actually told I believe what he says. You know, I'm like on his side. Uh-huh. I believe what he says too. I don't like them trans people. Sorry, sorry, Chloe, Cleo. I don't know you. And like lesbians, I don't get because you should be with a guy. Sorry, Statler. Like, I feel like she comes with energy and Statler like goes on Amanda's page and like calls her a hero. It's interesting how obviously Statler, you're going to have issues with Nicola and Nicola is going to on TV, say whatever the fuck he wants, but you also have a white woman right in front of you in the flesh that you, for some reason, hero eyes or idolize who like believes kind of the same shit. 
she said that she's deeply religious and i was like well then you are a whore why are you over there in this other country sleeping with this man you deeply religious whore so you know i looked at what i listen i i was a christian a hardcore christian for a long time so i will judge other fake christians all day every day okay so then uh, Riley shows up and they all hug Riley. They're so happy. And I love Riley because he's like, my shit fucking stinks. And when someone in the group, because Christian shows up and, you know, he's looking like, oh my God, he looks like a fucking extra from Greece. Like he just looks like Summer Lovin, like had me a blast. Like he. Yes, he does. Yes, ugly, he does. That was what terrible. I wrote. I couldn't, I could not. I love, he was Danny Zuko to the max. I was like, is this cosplay? I do. I don't understand. They're in New York. And half of me is like, please tell me that like while Christian was in New York, you know, and he was like, you know what? Big time dream bucket list. I think I'm the life of the party is going to have myself a Broadway audition. You know, like, you know, like why, how did you come with that? Look, I mean, the back, is that real? The back of it is like embroidered with Adam cats, whatever that is. I didn't look it up. And he's like, you know, everybody's expecting me to like come out here and talk about my Playboy ways. But and I was like, Playboy, nobody thinks that you are an Adina, you know, Midwestern Playboy. <sighs> so <clears throat> no, I don't, it's, it's funny, Christian, we, we think that you are the kind of annoying drunk guy that wants to like pick up on women on bars and they just sort of like, there's ones that like will just acquiesce and just like be nice and talk to. And there's probably like the ones that like are probably really mean to you. Yeah. The ones that are like, uh-huh. that happens yeah. a lot to him. Go mm-hmm. on. It does. So Riley is like, I want to talk to Nicola because I don't think that you should use the Bible to defend your bad behavior. Also, I don't think it's right because he's very dismissive of her feelings. And we're like, you are dismissive of Riley's, of, of um, Violet's feelings. So it's just really interesting that you aren't able to see, see that difference. Um, and then David enters and they're all very happy to see David. And David has like <laughs> an entourage of three. He's got everybody doing all, all the things for him. And he looks great. He looks great. He's got, uh, his hair is this way. His contacts are in. His beard is full. Okay. Yes. Let's talk about the, is it, is it, is it the beard or did he lose some LBs? Because men have this thing where like they can like get either they lose weight and I can't really tell weight on people, but like, or they have like a beard that gives them a jawline. And so, and it shades in my contour and I can't tell, you know what I'm saying? Which one is it? Um, I, I personally believe that every man looks better with a beard. Me too. So yeah. I mean, again, I've taken care of beard. You can't ZZ top us. Oh yeah. 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 Taking care of one. Um, and so he just looks, he looks good. Everyone's excited to see him. And then Statler asks like, who are you, who are you not interested in? And he's like, I think Amanda's really mean to Rosman. And I was like, Oh, I love that. Mm-hmm. And then Statler talks about not liking Jasmine and is really triggered. I mean, Statler is triggered throughout this whole thing, but she is super triggered about Jasmine. Uh, And then we get like shots of a foot and we get shots of of, like a silky lime green. And then we see like some fake ass, ugly ass costume jewelry. (laughs) And then Gino walks in and he's like, hi guys. They're like, oh, we were just talking about how fat, bad we feel for you and how crazy toxic uh, Jasmine is and how happy we are that we don't have to see her in the flesh. Yes, we're so happy we don't have to see her. Very, like, ugh, it'd be, it'd be bad for us. <laughs> anyway, hi. Yes. And then um, 
then G- uh, then Jasmine walks in and she's like, hello, I would just like to say that I heard everything you said and you guys are very judgmentalist and I would like for everybody to give me the opportunidad to be who we are. I am not perfect. And listen, I was team Jasmine. She came in there and she was like, oh, I'm not going to give you who you see on TV. I'm going to be a nice person because I'm a nice person to everyone but Gino. So if you like, oh, it was great. She had just got into the States and she sits down next to him. At some point she does like the, um, she, when she's on stage, I'm skipping forward, but when she's on stage, she does the Angelina Jolie leg thing. And she is just sitting there with one leg out. And I was like, listen, I can't hate you're, you're doing your best. I have a question. Was Dan's name Dan or was it Dane early on in the season? Oh no, it's Dane, but that's how she says it. She can't, she's not saying Dane. She said Dan. No, but Sean Robinson says Dan. Oh, Sean is wrong because Sean doesn't watch the show. That man's name is Dane. Uh, I was like, <laughs> Dane? You mean Dane? And I was like, I mean, I, listen, obviously I am no saint. And if you want to listen to this podcast, there's nothing I do more than fuck up names left and right. I mean, also, I guess I say saint, like. You're I saint fuck Christine, up names. patron saint of, of shower caps. <laughs> Scottish shower caps. Like by order of the queen, Scottish <laughs> shower caps. I have this like, um this like Japanese hair mask inside just it's called infenom superior treatment of I don't know why I think it's Japanese is it I, Japanese? yeah because oh, infenom okay yeah and that's why I thought it was Japanese oh yeah that is Japanese you see on okay. Patreon it's just all it's all the writing um but yeah uh, it's Milbon it's like this it's a Milbon thing it's great so she's she's doing all the beauty for you as you can see um anyway yes God bless uh so you know we we Jasmine, obviously, last we saw her, she was crying at the visa place or whatever. And so Sean's not going to do a quick check-in to everyone to be like, okay, quick, quick, quick. Okay, last time we saw you, visa place, obviously, that worked out. She was like, you know, obviously, yes. Quick check-in, you know, like Violet and um, Riley are not together. Not together. And he was like, but, 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 but. What about that baby? And then Sean's like, wait, Gina, wait, I see what you did. Let me have a thing here. Let, let me do the work, you know. So um, let me do the work right now. And let me do a little Sean Robinson by saying, let's go to a quick commercial break. And we'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. 
All right, guys. Thanks so much for listening to those commercials. We absolutely appreciate it. Uh, so as Chris was saying, Sean Robin checks in with everybody. Um, Jasmine refers to everyone as being a bully. <laughs> uh, Amanda and Rosvin, like Amanda walks in and beelines it to the seat. She doesn't say hi to anybody. And they're like, oh, okay. Hello. And she's like, <laughs> she's fully on defensive mode. She doesn't want to talk to anybody. She doesn't want anybody to talk to her. And yeah, I think that's how she is. I think, and oh. I think that's how she is. I don't, I don't, I don't think she walks in with any sort of like warmth or grace to any sort of room. I don't think she's the kind of person that like where all eyes are on her when she enters because she carries a certain amount of like, you know, magnetism. I think that she's someone who like, <laughs> and then goes into her corner. Yeah, she probably, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't know. I, what her- I think she's pretty. So God bless. It's like, who cares, Chris? No one cares that you think Amanda, who's not pretty, is pretty. Okay, you so keep saying that. I feel bad every time I say something bad about her. That was the, oh. that's me giving oh. you some sweetness, you okay. know. Okay, also, think that girl probably really cares about that kind of shit. So, oh, God, whatever. Um, you know, she's she 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 looks a little different than she did when we last saw her. Okay. Yeah. So, you know, anyway, she just walks in and she's mean to everybody. We they get on stage. We find out that Chloe and Christian are still together and we're sad. Misha is very surprised at this. And if we find out that Misha and Nicola haven't seen each other in a year, one solid year, he is such a jerk for not coming to visit her within that time. But he's coming on Sunday. So, yeah. Can I jump forward and, and say the thing that this is, is a surprise that I thought it was kind of dumb? Mm hmm. Okay, sorry. Uh, is that, well, here's the thing. So obviously, you know, the whole thing is that like Misha's gonna, you know, got him to come and, you know, they're not, they're waiting for her to have her annulment. Because as we know, she's been divorced and married, therefore living in sin. He's a virgin, 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 virgin. And the best parts of their storyline during the tell-all will be the sex part that we'll talk about later. But this other part is like kind of this dumb part that producers obviously set up to be some elicited emotional response, which is this. Okay, so obviously the Catholics, uh, you're getting married. Once you get married in Catholic church, you're you're fucking married or whatever. But there's this one little loophole, this legal loophole of getting, you know, your marriage absolved or whatever. Or yeah, like um, absolved? No, that's not what it is. Your marriage, uh, I forgot what the word is. Well, do you remember the word? Annul? Annulled, sorry. Annulled, and if you can do that, you can get married again. Uh, which, like, low-key is what my dad did after his after my his marriage to my mother. But then he did get married again, then he got to re-divorce. You can only do it once. But he got married to the second one in, in the tr- Catholic Church? Yep. Oh. Actually, no. 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 So then what was oh, the yes, point? Oh, yes, okay. yes. Okay. Yes, locked it out. <laughs> yes. <laughs> wow, that's crazy. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I was there. Oh, my God. Just side note is, I'm so sorry. When my dad got married the second time, she had two daughters who wailed during the wedding like it was their funeral (laughs) and i wish in that one moment i had had the wherewithal and strength to be like that seems weird and maybe we should just think about not doing this if that if that if they're thinking that's okay to do scream during this ceremony and and she that's the mother we're all thinking that's fine that you're gonna let her grown-ass daughter scream and cry at her at her wedding also and i mean this my dad is a fucking saint and the thought of him marrying you and i mean 
and what these I mean I just can't imagine what that yeah I, I I wish I, I had gone back in time and been like you know what fuck you guys you, you by the way I should be the one crying and I did later at night because I have fucking class <laughs> I you know it's funny because I came into your life at the end of this and so to me she is just the woman who took her daughters and their and a husband okay wait this is my memory mm-hmm. of you went to dinner you was your, you your dad the lady at least at least one of her daughters and the daughter's husband mm-hmm. and y'all were eating and at the end of the meal nobody not even that grown-ass man reached into his motherfucking pocket to pay for shit and that's the only and the first memory i have of you talking to me about them and i was like what a loser how do you not pay or pay like how do you just sit there and let someone else and so in my mind i thought they were super young but if you said that they were adults when those two got married then yeah they yeah freeloaders just, i mean whatever actually it, it all worked out for the best you know never <laughs> get married again but um but misha Anyways. during this tell-all is like guess what guys i have a surprise nicola the, the tribunal has spoken and the elders have said with smoke signals to the Pope and ca- Catholics, whatever they do, which is all kind of true. They do have these smoke signals anyway. This is all kind of weird, true. That, uh, but this is not how the annulment happens. But she's like, they, they gave me the annulment. Yay! And Nicola, who has, I guess, been praying this entire time for this, I don't know, whole ass crux of his entire life's plan. I mean, really, it's like the annulment happens or he never gets to get fucked or whatever. Like, he, his reaction is, Oh, Misha, good. I have a question, Chris. Great. If if she, the only reason she needed to get an annulment is because she married in the Catholic Church the first time, right? Like, do you need to get no. an annulment? Yeah, I, but no. She, if she was married legally on paper, then then you know, yes, she didn't. Whether she got okay. married or not, I think that no, I think that in the eyes of God, it would look bad on him if he was marrying a, a married woman who who had gotten married not in the church because yeah the thing about it is how would they know though she on legal paper she's gotten married yeah but does the catholic church like look it up you could oh these are all legal yeah i mean also for him he already supposedly hasn't had sex in any sort of in any sort of light or darkness for 40 years so he knows whether this woman has gotten married or not in his own catholic mind he can't marry someone who's been married before uh, unless it's been annulled. Okay. I, that so, was my whole thing the whole time. I was like, why do they have to know about you, the marriage you had 20 years ago? Do like, are they going to check? Okay. It's him. Yeah. He's not okay. even living his life to the dotting every I, crossing all the T's. Crossing all the crosses. Crossing all the crosses. You know, but like at the end of the day, why? Well, I don't want to, okay. If, so do you think that he's a virgin and or by yes. choice still to this moment? Uh, I think that I think that in his youth that somehow no he's not had sex but I think that in his youth he he wanted to and then I think that by the time he turned like 32 and it hadn't happened he decided to give over his life fully to the Lord do you think he's um had a mouth around his member absolutely not well maybe when he was younger and didn't have such ferocious bags under his eyes like maybe he could have bagged somebody (laughs) like maybe okay let me ask you other questions do you think Mm -hmm. that his finger has found a warm pocket 
Oh no, he doesn't know anything about it. The fact, listen, I'm with Jasmine. The fact that this man is like, I took sex ed in fifth grade. So I know Misha, she's going to show me. I know exactly what to do. It's not very hard. And everyone's like, dude, it's going to be hard. Riley even is like, I give him 38 seconds, 38.7 seconds to be inside that warm, gushy, gushy. And he's going to be like, oh, like yeah. everyone, no one, no, everyone, <laughs> everyone. Jasmine's like fifth grade anatomy isn't going to tell you shit about having sex. Riley, talk about a resurrection. <laughs> Riley, I think, came to this tell-all with one of the better glow-up personality-wises. He, I, you know, because the entire season, Riley is giving us, like, wah-wah, Riley. He's so, like, needy and overly emotional. And he's, like, it feels insecure at all times, you know? Like, there's parts of, you know, there's parts of watching people where I see, you know, parts of me that I, when working on or despise. And you know, to watch him, I feel like display these things so, so strongly just made me like, kind of like get mildly repulsed. I'm like, you know, no wonder why Violet wouldn't want him to do with you. Uh, to me, I always thought that. And the way things are coming about, the tide has turned in such a way that a, I don't know if I can even hang my hat on her, even though I loved her so much, but B also Riley is great in so many ways. While you said it to like him coming out with a vulnerability being like, well, my shit stinks. A, I look crazy, but also B being like this, that I can't, I want to, you know, like he, he feels a lot more real. Yeah, he does. He seems less put upon smoking a cigar in his home with his legs crossed, listening to Elton John, you know, that's like, that's who they presented. And now oh, we have somebody. Yeah. Okay. Seems to me. You live your life like a candle in the wind. Uh, yep. And then there's that Lion King song. I couldn't think of it. Sorry, I missed it. Circle. Oh, no. no. He did <laughs> love all Lion King. So Wait. Circle, but it's, he also did, can you, can you feel, feel yeah. the love tonight? Yes. By the way, I got a new microphone podcast. Okay, so sorry. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, for, my, for the podcast regular, there's a new microphone. So can you tell the difference when I sing? Great. Okay, bye. <laughs> Um, so then we move on to Statler and Jemsey, which I don't want. We have a scene where like Statler like has to poop in the woods like a fucking bear. Too much then they that. then they talk about how they're gonna get into a caravan and they're gonna just like sell all their stuff and travel around. And let me tell you, Statler is a little P U S S Y. Because to Dempsey's face, she says yes and all this shit. And behind her back, she's talking shit about it to this friend named Natalie. This friend named Natalie who doesn't fucking think that Dempsey is special. And when she said that, I was like, fuck you. And Statler just sat there and was like, yeah, we need some couples counseling. We need to learn how to communicate with each other. I haven't sold all my stuff yet because the truth is I don't want to do this. But Dempsey really wants to. So I'm going to do it. But then also be upset about it. Right? Isn't that what it felt like? Yeah, yeah. It's weird because it's like, if Dempsey isn't special, then the fucking problem is you have a narcissistic love bombing friend that jumps into relationships and makes it seem like their connection is so strong that they have to be together because there's no other choice but this. So it would be in crazy mixed signals if you're telling this person who is now allowing someone to move across the world for them 
that they're not special. The problem there in lies with your friend because yep. he, he went on a whole goddamn season making Dempsey and us believe how special Dempsey is in her life. And Dempsey is lovely, special, has high emotional intelligence, is giving us gorgeous eyes and honest communication, you know, like, yeah, I hated when she said that. I thought it was really rude. Uh, another weird thing that also happens is suddenly now they're both all wishy-washy on whether they're going to have kids. Now, having said this, it's not that I think it's weird in the sense of we can all, like, change our minds. It's just, and, you know, maybe this is, like, a, a year after that and it's just interesting how like even Dempsey who was like, I just always, again, sorry, the accent. I always saw my grandfather and my dad and I always wanted to have kids and have a special relation. I don't know whatever this is. I mean, you're welcome. I hate you so much. Anyway. So was face. If you're ready to spoil, if you have to like see the judgment, talk about Jasmine. Don't bully me. Wow. I mean, she just like went into an Irish accent so quick as, which is crazy. If you can do an Irish accent, then you should be able to do Jamaican Patois because it's the same. It comes from the same thing. Um, I know that's the problem. Like the Aaron Irish who just Russian. like indentured servitude in Jamaica and just stayed there. Okay. So my Russian is Arabic. My... Oh yeah, it is. Um, so yeah, Natalie is rude. Dempsey just uh Dempsey is like, I don't care what she thinks. And whenever a friend says I don't care what she thinks or they think, no, whenever a significant other doesn't care what the partner's friends think, I really do feel like they're setting themselves up for a world of trouble. You're gonna have to win over that friend. You have to, otherwise it's not gonna be good. That person's gonna be invited to things. And let me tell you, Wahim Molino, I cannot be at a party with somebody I don't like because I will ignore the shit out of them. Like fully, they will talk to me and I will look to, at them and I will be like, and keep going. I can't be fake. I, can, I can't be cordial. I can't have manners. I can't. I don't have manners. I, I will just be me and be rude and let them know I don't like them and like, don't fucking talk to me. Um, and so I thought that was just really interesting that Statler, as much shit as she was talking about everybody else and like really jumping in on, you know, Nicola and her best friend, Amanda, it just, it felt like it was too much. Um, so but like, yeah, but then she's like, at the end of the day, like, just take care of my friend because she's so special and she's so great. And then just like, and then, yeah, and then fucking they cry. Yeah. And at that point, I want to be like, if I was Dempsey's dad, I'd be like, you better run. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, yeah. You know, David also agrees that the sex is going to be really like hard for Nicola. Uh, so then we have uh, Nicola's daughter, uh, daughters, da stepdaughters, Morea and Savea come out and they just said that they don't want to feel like they're being judged. And Statler's like, no, no, no. Let me tell you what's going to happen. Not only are you going to be fucking judged, but then he's going to get in between you and your mother and your, your relationship with your mother is going to forever change. And I was like, Statler, who the fuck are you to say that? And Misha doesn't react in the way I would react. Misha just looks at her daughter's dead in their eyes and she's like, I will check him. You come first. I, yeah, there's something about, I mean, Misha is, I love, I really like Misha, like for a bunch of reasons, you know, like I hate her, her choices and no one's perfect. And if I knew probably all of her like beliefs in this world, I would sure, I'm surely wouldn't feel the same, but I will say that she comes across in a lot of great ways. She, and she also comes off in a lot of confusing ways. One confusing way is why the F would you be with this person? Why would you be this person? What does this person possibly give you at all? This, what is like, because I mean, to, it, 
it only makes us makes me feel like she has some sort of like saint fetish or she has some sort of pious fetish. I can't do what is this man going to give you? He does not know this world at all. He thinks he does and he doesn't. And I know, Misha, I know you know that. And how, how can you let someone who thinks that they know the world and doesn't, but also has a strong belief that he gets to make the decisions when his discernment level is so off? How, how, when I see you and I see the choices you've made, not all of them I can know, but the ones that are, I'm like, well, you have two beautiful daughters that are, you know, strong and eloquent, can speak their feelings in a very present way, you know, like you're gorgeous. Obviously that's neither here nor there, but you put yourself in uh, together, honey. And, uh, you know, like choices are made with an, with an eye of discernment there. And how do you not like see the obvious misalignment of him in your life? Like you cannot let this person come and tell you what to do. He's dumb. What are you talking? Here's what the fuck he's talking about. Like that's why the one thing is like, like Statler makes so many like you know really strong opinions that I'm like okay I wish you could do yourself a favor but a favor but the other part that she wants to say and I will give her this she's like bitch, it's not all Catholics or whatever fine, but you're but can you just like great joke Jesus you know like literally multiplied fishes it's one of like the things I know about Jesus is that he's a miracle maker with the fish and so if one if Jesus taught you something that there can literally always be more fish in the sea and if there's one fish and a loaf of bread you can be you rest assured by nightfall 15 more fishes go go and get yourself another fucking fish like there's gonna be better like and I I, I felt like that was specifically the best most genuine advice to give her because it had to do with the biblical shit and it was just incredibly real and when she's having her moments with her daughters where she knows she has to connect with them to make them feel safe my thought process is it's because bitch you know how unsafe this feels how are you but I feel like I'm so hyper anxious and aware of this. I feel like in all parts of life, when it comes to romance, like my immediate, I have like, is like to pull a parachute and get the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? So like, if I had kids, I don't even know what I would do. You know, so all of it is just so, this part is so confusing to me. I don't know what to do. Well, I'm like mad, obviously. Yeah. Um, we all know it. We all know that he's not of the world so it's going to be really hard for her and for him to be away from his family he's not going to be able to live in minnesota i don't think he's going to be able to leave jerusalem his simple life fishing like what is he going to do in during the winter times here he's not going to fish oh delicious go to that fancy highfalutin tech taco bell yeah that's true i wonder if there's i'd have to go to blaine and see what's up there um okay oh i know this sorry do you remember when christian and misha saw each other they're like <laughs> minnesota hey, minnesota minnesota oh okay two things happened and i obviously okay sorry yes 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 two things happened let me just back up because it's my own fault a they're both from minnesota that's true and so mm-hmm. that's true that christian walks in sees misha and they're like hey i know where you live i know where you live we're neighbors in a whole different part of the same tell-all jasmine comes in and is like oh i can't tell you how stupid this place michigan is god did not need to make michigan it's so cold and maybe this is where wa, wa feels like she was coming for uh sean robinson's seat because sean robinson honey was like bitch i'm from michigan come correct <laughs> yeah it's so funny um it's like detroit michigan is the only part of michigan that 
black people are proud to say they're from any other black person that's met that's from outside of detroit is like oh i hate michigan so so i wonder if <laughs> if sean is from detroit that'd be great to know Motor, uh, motown and motortown yes right motortown and motown do you think motown is just short for motortown it has to be i know right? but out loud that seems yeah i feel i feel like yeah i think you're right um, back again you know what i was thinking you know I, i've been it. thinking this chris okay what we were all very upset that they didn't sing motown philly wait go and back. i think it's because know. i think it's because they it's i think it's because they must have some kind of copyright like maybe michael bivens didn't give like whoever wrote that song did not give them the right to sing it outside of whatever okay, and i so i'll tell them hold on and okay. also i really 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 want them to give us a cover album of just covers Okay, let me tell you. Three years ago, Chris and I, Monique, and maybe one other person, Erica, went to the Hollywood Bowl to see uh, the best show. We saw TLC with just the T and the C, and we saw Boys to Men. And Boys to Men fucking rocked the house. They did not sing Motown Philly, but they sang everything else we wanted to hear. They also sang covers of three different brands, one of them being like a rock song, and Sean got out his guitar. It was beautiful. So ever since then, I have been low-key waiting for a Boys to Men's cover album where they just do covers of songs. It was so freaking good. And anyways... It was so good, but the lights came on and people were... Standing on their chairs at the Hollywood Bowl in disbelief that the last song in some sort of encore wouldn't be Motown Philly. And like people, people were like chanting and pissed. And it was a great concert, but people were like, no fucking, no, no. <laughs> like the disbelief, you know? And I, I was like, all I down the hill. It all down the hill as we were walking down every single gen x and early millennial was like i can't believe they didn't sing motown philly wow they didn't sing motown philly it was like as a community we were all very shocked <laughs> yeah um, yeah i think it's also like so they got so famous obviously for their love songs right like motown philly is not a love song it's like a it's like you know obviously like it's a popping you know like you know whatever that it's like yeah beat and obviously it's, it's you new get jack to hear swing it's new jack swing That's yeah new jack swing and you get to hear their like you know no, no obviously stick ass harmonies you know like mm -hmm. so yeah you you're right there might have been some sort of copyright thing but that was i'll never forget the pissed off i mean like it's still so funny i'll never forget it yeah. <laughs> okay lastly let's talk about riley and violet um oh. i don't know who to believe is violet like a, a liar who's got caught in lies possibly because she didn't think it was real with this american who didn't want to give her any money and did she get pregnant they didn't even say did she lose the baby they never said it they're oh, keeping they that they know that they know that they they know what they're doing okay they have specifically kept that under wraps and that is what they will be on part two that's why um that's why god bless what's her face sean robinson when gino tried to ask it on minute three was like ha, 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 Don't we'll get that. back to that yeah, yeah. you know we, you know they also oh, tried no. to bait us when when uh, jasmine was hanging out with dane and she was going to she had dinner with him on valentine's day and she was like i don't even know it was valentine's day but then she's like yeah september 14th i'm like bitch say the 13th say the 12th you know what it is um She's like, he proposed. 
he proposed that we have dinner. <laughs> I was like, did he propose? They like they caught us with that too twice. I um, I don't know. I don't know what to say about the lies. But then Tiffany comes out, and if this was Tiffany's best, honey, I mean Riley liked her shoes, but I didn't think they were nothing special. But she kept on. Mm-hmm. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. She kept doing that. I was like, dang, Tiffany, we needed her in the audience. <laughs> we needed her in the audience. I wonder if it's a thing where, like, if Riley was to ever go on Pillow Talk, he would need her. Yeah. So that's, I wonder if that's, like, a thing, you mm-hmm. know. Or the lady who who took him to the airport. But really, we've already forgotten about her. We need Tiffany. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I mean, no. I mean, Some curly-haired best friend took him uh, to the airport. I forgot about that person. Yeah. Basically, mm-hmm. Christian and Cleo really don't do much, except people are surprised that they're still together. And and Christian has moments where he's like, you know, back when they're talking about Nicola, like when he's like, yeah, you have to still learn about the clit. Remember <laughs> that part? <laughs> I mean, there was so much ragging on Nicola. Every single time he said, I'll be fine. Everyone's like, no, you fucking won't. Because all of us experienced this between the age of 15 and 21. You are 46. Mm-hmm. and you don't know you're just i mean she's gonna have to be on top because i mean i we all have had bad sex in this day and age could you imagine how terrible he's gonna be he's I'm, not even gonna care about her orgasm at all what is it well in good what orgasm not not in the bible it doesn't exist but this back to this yeah it's kind of a little confusing because they don't want to give us all the information and, and it's like we're going back and forth but basically the whole thing was violet had not either deactivated her pro her dating profile or whatever and she wants to be like and they're, and they're asking her like why did you why were you logging in when you shouldn't have been logging in and she's like oh no i deleted it from my phone and then she's like well i just logged in to see if you were logging in like you know and then i lost my password like there's like four different lies that come really fast but one thing is again we were they were we and everyone was like so just like low key like when did the fuck did you bone you're like what you know like also what you know and she was like you know i can't uh, have that be like something that's on tv that i would even go back to the hotel like it's just in the culture i'm like I'm like okay but you're on a television show and so like how did they not you know whatever okay like they're gonna film whatever they fucking want to film anyway god bless so then you know yes i guess the night after like their big fight she calls him back and they have condomless condomless sex and everyone's pissed at riley for it you know including her his friend tiffany you know which i thought that was <laughs> funny was like if you do one thing one thing it's when you go i don't know across the world to meet the person that you're talking to you bring a fucking condom and he wants to be like there's science and there's miracles you know like the whole thing is again he's like i know what i have and it's like either problems and or side effects of medication and or maybe a mixture of both where he is like not the most fertile so knowing that and knowing they only had sex once then knowing like what the it's also the timeline it's like they he you know they are not talking suddenly she's saying that they're pregnant and then they jump back to when before he came when she he had caught her in lies and you know he's like i tried to cut it off i didn't want to talk to her she's the one that went around to my family to get me back and loki also bring up the pi thing where you know sean robinson is like as americans do we find that normal is that a normal thing and the truth of the matter is maybe not a pi but like it's no i think it's normal in day and age to like at least get a phone number and go to like spokio.com and be like well 
what's happening with this phone number? Like, I think I think what internet the spokio.com. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but any, like you can look up a Google someone's phone number and pay like, you know, two 99 for a search report to see like what, if they've been uh, like uh, arrested, which I'll tell you, Loki knows that in my life, this is something that I have done and been surprised when I found the results that were not anything those people were going to tell me. I mean, but the, should they have to tell you that they'd been arrested? You know I, what? Here's the thing. They don't have to tell me. Now, do I deserve to know? I think I do. Oh, now, this you is think subjective. You, okay. They, at some point, if we were in a relationship, I would I would say yes. I deserve I, I, that they would have to tell me. For my own personal, I would not allow myself to be with someone who kept something from their past that is significant that they think that would be upset about like that. And I would be very, I'd be like taken aback and been like, you're going to fucking keep anything that you think then you're going to, in your mind. Being you're... arrested. Huh? I think people get arrested. Well, you know, I think that these are subject. I, I think that these are subjective things, you know, Oh, if I had been arrested, would you be my friend? Yeah, of course. Oh, okay, great. Um, I, yeah, to me, I'm like, I don't need to if know. I was starting a life with you. And we're going to have kids together and we are co-doing our finances and we're applying for loans together and stuff like that. I don't know what's on reports. Sometimes people get arrested. Sometimes people have records. There's all the things in the world of the legalities of things, you know, and in certain points you're in a partnership, you should know certain things. But at the same time, I'm happy to do as a female, especially if I'm dating someone that I met off the internet, but even early on, as a female, I like to do a little bit of like public record information for people so that I feel safe. Maybe yeah. it's like the thing with Cleo. Like there's, what do we do? The ways that we micro, um, or Chloe. Cleo. Cleo. The way we micromanage our life to try and control the things that we think would uh, throw, throw us full, full loop. You know what I'm mm, saying? Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah, I I am trying to think like I don't I can't, I can't imagine merging my finances with anybody. So in my mind, you are a fleeting individual. And if even if you have been arrested, if you currently own a home and are doing really well for yourself, I don't think that I would hold that against you. And so it's like, yeah, for me, I even if they told me, yeah, I got arrested in college because me and my friends were like drinking and like whatever, or, or I had a DUI, like I was young and I made a stupid choice and like got into a car accident and went to prison for a year. You know, I had to do that manslaughter. Like, you know, I guess I just know too many people in my life who have had things happen to them that I know that these things for me, and I'm not judging you. I just, for me, I re that's the reason why I wouldn't necessarily, if you're doing well now, even if you were on drugs heavily, but I would need to know that. Cause I'm like, in case my money goes missing, but like, <laughs> But, but yeah, like, if it wasn't, a, if it wasn't a yeah. financial crime or like something, you know, I don't know, all, all of Libby's family's been arrested. Like, I feel like everybody on 90 Day Fiance has been arrested. <laughs> you know, I just wanted like, the difference is, again, I would want to know and know the circumstances. There are different circumstances for everything. You just described two that, you know, and you could have easy ones and we have ones from Lubbock or Lockup where you have an <laughs> addict or something like that who, yeah, fucking... I mean, yeah. I, there's so many different gamuts of this, but yeah, yeah. I, you know, 
when it's I said arrest, I could have even also said divorces. I would want to know oh, if someone, if I, if what if I'm dating someone? I was like, have you been married? Like, no, I've never been married. And then I look up and I'm like, oh, he's, he absolutely has been married. You know, like, why would he lie about that? Yeah. Why can't you tell me? I mean, who the fuck knows? Billions, billions of things could have, I could have also said besides arrest did, but yeah. you know, anyway. Um, Okay, so having said that, they kind of cut this off vaguely, right? They mm-hmm. don't give us an answer of like either here, near, here nor there, but what I will say care? mostly. Who cares? Well, because yeah. I was, I Violet presented in such a fierce kind of strong woman way. And then what we see is a Violet on this who at one point starts to cry. Did you think those tears were real? Because I did not. Right, because I, that's why I asked it as a question. <laughs> is that what it was? She goes like this. Ready? This is what I saw. Ready? Now, if you're listening to us on this on this podcast, like, what are these bitches doing? They sound like I hear breathing. If you're on Patreon, you know that we're trying to like show you someone who's like just just dry, padding with a dry tissue underneath her eyes. Because wouldn't her makeup, I mean, maybe it was all waterproof, but she had on lower lash eyeliner. Chris, it's a lot. Chris, I was like, are you crying, bitch? She's not crying. She's not crying. Oh, she's not crying, girl. She's not crying. She's a meteorosa. She's lying. Um, I don't yeah. trust her. And I don't want to see the story anymore because Riley's a fool. I guess like that was the last thing. I was like, I got it now that Riley, I always knew that Riley was foolish or Riley was whatever. <laughs> I thought that she was just kind of cool and chill, but now I'm like, Oh no, she's fucking weird. And I, and I believe Riley when he mm-hmm. said, no, this is the kind of bitch she is. She's the kind of bitch that really wanted me to chase after her clicking and screaming and being like, please, please, please. And so she did this to yeah. get me to do that. And when it cuts to her, I was like, oh no that is that is that's true and that made me like him more because i was like oh at least now you're aware with all you know anyway mm-hmm. that's all that's all i have for this app me too all right you guys you know you can find us on patreon for ten dollars a month at patreon.com slash docusweeties but if you don't have that chris will tell you <laughs> what to do you should get patreon so you can see our crying faces chris Please just go to uh, your social medias and and you can just give us free follows, free likes and free five star ratings, which is a great way to give us free support. You know, like you don't have to give us money support, although if you want to, that's what Patreon is. But truly any support and news listening enough is uh, filling us with joy and glee, uh, except for Wah, who's crying about it. But she'll cry even harder if you don't follow us at DocuSweeties on Instagram, at DocuSweeties on TikTok, at DocuSweeties1 on X. There's a podcast, DocuSweeties Facebook group, we're doing it all we're doing it for you uh we're also doing it for money and um we love you guys so much bye bye <laughs>